Hello, everybody. Welcome to Good to Know Shreveport Bossier, a podcast showcasing the uh, good things happening in our community. So my name is Jeff Beinfor. This is Paul Reeser, former president of the Reeser Group, owned a whole bunch of Sonic restaurants, got smart, sold them all. So he's independently wealthy and he's doing this. How the mighty have fallen. Uh, he's a member of the Committee of 100. And every week we're going to be focusing on economic development, community growth, and uh, other topics about initiatives having a positive impact on the shreveport Bossier community. So we'll have new episodes every other Wednesday, and uh, you can find Good to Know wherever you listen to podcasts. So this is our guest, Justin Dixon. Welcome. Thank you. Glad to be here. Before we start talking with you, i got to clear something up with you. Oh, my. Okay. So EI. This is what I'm always interested in. So my last name is Bimefor, EI. Right. So I'm always interested in folks with E-I in their name. Mm-hmm. Your name is R-E-I-S-E-R, but it's not Riser, it's Reeser. Correct. That's so you pronounce your name incorrectly. <laughs> yes. According to Jeff. <laughs> I certainly trust your professional opinion on that, so I'll go with that. Well, yeah, your trust know. is misplaced. I'm enjoying this format already. <laughs> so, and you're not related to the actor. No, I didn't have a mom that was that uh, unoriginal as to name both kids the same. <laughs> <laughs> all right, well, we just wanted to clear that up. Paul Reiser and Paul Reiser. No, yeah, just Reiser. Reiser, all right. Reiser yeah. and Bime 4. Which is probably even, wrong. Even George Foreman yeah, That's right. Bime 4? No. We've established that you're incorrect that I'm correct. Justin <laughs> Dixon, no problems with the pronunciation of your last name. Absolutely. Even though it is spelled very unique. No, it is. It is. It, you know, in this town, well, you, if you say is. Dixon here, you've got to say D-I-X-O-N. Okay, because well. there's a lot of D-I-C-K-S-O-N. Oh, here. So, okay. So you are so mis- it is. You is misspelled. Yeah, absolutely. That's what okay. I've been told. Here on the Louisiana Grammar Podcast. Uh, also, <laughs> Justin with a Y in. I thought you were from like South Louisiana. I thought we got Cajun on the show today. He probably a little bit down the line. Mom was a free spirit and just threw it in there one day. So uh, all of these things are really good to know. I'm sure yeah. you would admit. Yeah. Uh, let's get uh, enough of this tomfoolery. Let's yeah. uh, let's talk about you and uh, your career. And it's quite impressive. I'm looking down this resume. It's like eight pages long. We're not going to oh, read God, all of this. It's but, embarrassing. Uh, it's embarrassing. Uh, President of the North Louisiana Economic Partnership. Correct. All right, tell, list some of the other things you've done. Okay, so I've been doing that for just over a year now. Okay. Uh, for 10 years before that, I did industrial real estate development for a private REIT, more or less. Mm-hmm. Uh, worked closely with economic developers to provide uh, uh, buildings for companies that want to come in and lease, and okay. I don't develop more there. Before that, I worked with Tennessee Valley Authority and their economic development. Okay, uh, I find that kind of interesting. It's 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 really neat. Uh, they uh, they're always on the forefront of power companies and economic development. Obviously, we're fortunate enough to have AEP and Swepco here, and they're right up there with I them. I mean, that goes all the way back to FDR, right? That's that's right. That's right. And there's a lot of people in the valley that that dealt like that, <laughs> you know, our descendants. But uh, but anyway, then before that, I recruited for the state of Mississippi uh, under Haley Barber, and uh, that was one of the funner jobs I think I've ever had. Yeah. You know, when you can go out and recruit a company and get the jobs in and, and then meet the people that are taking those yeah. jobs, which is what we do at LAP. Mm-hmm. Uh, very fulfilling, very fulfilling. I, I always liked Haley Barber. What kind of guy was he? He realer than real. He, uh, <laughs> he, he would meet you and remember your name 10 years from now. Wow. And so very, very straight shooter, a very smart, very high level thinker. So. Okay. And he pronounced it correctly. He did? Did he yeah. spell it correctly? That's the main thing we need to know. <laughs> well, I mean, you, you, did, you did gloss over. I mean, some of these achievements, when you talk about a REIT, you're not talking about a, 
uh, you know, a duplex. Are you sure it's not right? Real, no. real estate investment. Yeah, it could be a right. Could be a right. No, we're exactly. Millions or, or billions of dollars under your management. Yeah, we. Uh, I covered the Gulf states. I ran the Gulf states office, uh, mm -hmm. which was primarily Mississippi and Alabama, but pretty much any state that touched the Gulf. Yeah. And over the ten years, we grew a portfolio of around a million square feet to about four and a half million square feet wow. of industrial space, primarily manufacturing. Uh, you know, things that house, you know, high dollar equipment and, and thus created high dollar jobs. Okay. So uh, you, you have a vast amount of experience in the, the economic field. Lately. Been in there a while. All Been right. in there a while. All right. So NLEP, tell us what that is and what it does. Right. So NLEP, North Louisiana Economic Partnership, we are a regional economic development group uh, dedicated, delineated by the state. There's eight across the state of Louisiana. And we're the go-to to recruit and work projects, big projects in the state. Mm -hmm. uh, give you an example, the Amazon project that came through Shreveport, that came through my office. Uh, matter of fact, it announced nice. three weeks after I was here, so it's not a hard job. I'm kidding, <laughs> Sheena. Hey, I'm go. kidding, Sheena. Sheena, <laughs> Sheena Bryant was the project manager on this, and she handled it, uh, as did the old team. But anyway, that's, that's the kind of stuff we do. We cover 14 parishes uh, from Caddo down to Natchitoches mm -hmm. and then over to Washita. And uh, our primary mission is to recruit well-paying jobs and recruit capital investment into North Louisiana. All right. Well, uh, Amazon, that's pretty good. About What's the deal with them? Are they, They're delayed a little bit, the, right? The deal is they spurn a lot of comments. Now, mm -hmm. uh, it's funny enough, the lady that was the project manager and the economic developer at Amazon, she and I worked together at TVA. And so she's a Louisiana. Uh, she's a great person, Jessica Bro. And a lot of times when I hear these comments, I'll pick the phone up and I'll call Jessica and they'll like, no, it's not true yet, it's true. Nothing's really changed from the announcement when they pushed it back. Okay. Uh, you know, supply chain, everybody knows supply chain, that's, that's the coin word right. of 21 and 22. Uh, to get the equipment, the automation that they're putting ah. in that Amazon, it's been pushed back. Okay. And so they had to push back their start date. Uh, and so I would imagine sometimes next year, they'll pick it back up, start hiring and go full tilt. All right. Jump in here, Paul, whenever you're ready. I'm just excited. <laughs> <laughs> it's very interesting because, <clears throat> I mean, within the first month, you brought Amazon to, to, to North Louisiana. Like I said, it's not a hard <laughs> job. What 12 things are you bringing on this year? <laughs> exactly, exactly. Uh, but it is, I mean, the facility is fantastic. It's, yeah. it's, it's mostly complete, the physical structure. So it's, it's definitely here. It's here to stay as far as, as, far as you can tell. Oh, and, yeah. it's, and they are coming. In 2023, you think they're going to start hiring again, so we can expect that. Absolutely, absolutely. And listen, it's, oh, that's the, good to know, Jeff. <laughs> yeah, everything yeah, is. Yeah. Uh, you know the good. The thing about Amazon is, you know, everybody says, "Well, are they going to bring other companies like you know, Tier One suppliers, as we call them, with some of these manufacturers?" Mm -hmm. uh, that might happen, but that's really not their model. Uh, the thing I like to look at is Amazon knows logistics. They know logistics better than anybody in the country. I believe that. You know, yeah. you can order a toothbrush and you can have it on your sink within three hours. Yeah, you know? sure. And so they saw, you know, what I knew when I came here is we can reach a, a, a vast majority of the growing cities from right here in Shreveport, you know. Mm -hmm. Uh, within a seven hours drive, we can reach four of the fastest growing cities in the country. Right. So that, uh, that's a question I, I did want to ask. So you, you come here from Mississippi. Yep. Because you think that there's a lot of potential to grow, Absolutely. Uh, to grow North Louisiana, Northwest Louisiana. What are some of the things that we have that people don't even realize the, the um, infrastructure and the things we have in place to attract people like Amazon and other big companies? Right. Well, you know, when you make something, we're talking about manufacturers, you know, when you make something, you got to have somewhere to sell it. So that goes back right. to the point I was just talking about, mm -hmm. you know, four of the fastest growing cities in the country we can reach within a one day truck drive. 
but what's the infrastructure that makes us competitive, makes us uh, attractive to site consultants? And to, she told you not to look. I mean, come on. <laughs> <laughs> a little inside baseball there. Uh, you know, we've got two interstates. We go east and west. We go north and south. Yeah. Right. Uh, we have a navigable river. You know, I don't know if y'all saw it or not, but the um, river, yes, it's yeah, there. Yeah, well, yeah. I'll be, I'll just give me time. Give me time. Uh, the Port of Cato Mosher, they, they tweeted out this this week, uh, one of the barges being unloaded, um, and it was coils of steel. Mm-hmm. I'm assuming going to attorney. Uh, so we have we have ways to get raw materials to here by barge, which is inexpensive. We also have two class one railroads in UP and KCS, Union Pacific, Kansas City Southern, uh, and that's great. Once again, get raw materials in inexpensively and get finished products out. Uh, so we have a, a good network to distribute products and bring bring other uh, raw materials in. Uh, we're a big city, you know, we're an MSA, you know, we've got 500,000 people that you can reach within mm-hmm. an hour's drive. Uh, and we've done all that data and we share this with all yeah. the companies that we work with. So we've got a, a big population that we can supply, you know, a good workforce. Well, that's interesting. I used to live in Memphis, worked in Memphis mm-hmm. on two different occasions and FedEx is there, of course, talking about the logistics. Right. And um, one of the big things that the city selling point always was, the whole city, not just FedEx, was logistics. The, yeah. A good-sized airport, rivers, interstates coming through there, the whole nine yards. How would the shreveport Bossier area compare to an area like Memphis in terms of logistics? Right. Well, I think you're, you're doing apples and oranges there mm-hmm. a little okay. bit. Uh, you know, it's a lot of people that will be listening to this have heard this story. So one of the guys that got me interested in this is a guy named Joe Max Higgins. He's in the Golden Triangle of Mississippi, uh, Columbus, West Point, Starkville. 160,000 people total in this three-county area. They mess up and they call it counties over there. They don't understand. <laughs> uh, but anyway, How dare they? Yeah, exactly. Uh, over 14 years, he recruited over $7 billion worth of industry and over 10,000 jobs averaging north of $60,000 a year. Wow. And the reason he did that is he's got a river similar to ours. Uh, he has Class 1 railroads similar to ours. He has universities similar to ours. Mm-hmm. Community colleges trained similar to ours. He doesn't have an interstate. And we have two. Yeah. He's got a highway. His nearest interstate is an hour away. So that's probably a, a, a better comparator. Okay. Uh, and we should be able to not just compete, but, but win yeah, against but something like that that definitely. has been successful. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So Louisiana beats Mississippi in terms of logistics. Right? There you go. There you go. <laughs> and SEC football. But we won't go there. <laughs> I'm a Louisiana now. I don't yeah, care. No, that, I mean, it, that's just silly. I know. It is. <laughs> so we are competitive, you know, with, with all of our uh, resources. What's been holding us back from winning some of these big companies and industries? What are some things that you're doing that's going to change that? Well, first of all, I, I, I won't want to say we've been held back. We've had successes. What, what they're doing at the port with, with Turnia, right. with Bentler, um, with Sport South, with all these companies down there. I mean, it's, it's I'll tell you, that's one of the first things that I went and looked at when I was snooping over here, when I was mm-hmm. considering mm-hmm. Uh, the job, is to see what he's put together as an industrial park. Because that's, that's the playground I was used to playing in, an industrial park where the community or an entity has committed the investment, committed the resources to build the product, which we can go market and sell. Mm-hmm. So we have had success. Mm-hmm. Uh, where can we have more success? So, you know, one of the, one of the things I, I talked to my, the search committee that brought me in is people don't know where we are. They don't. 
Yeah. Uh, and this has been proven out multiple times since I've been here. And what I mean by that, it's like Pavlov's experience. Experiment. When you say Louisiana, New Orleans. people here in New Orleans. Yeah. Right. And so I told you the story the other day. It's honest story right here. Mm -hmm. So we had a consulting group in, big name consulting group, working on a project with him. And this guy was in, he was from Chicago. And while he's in, he's posting some stuff on social media. And one of his buddies from San Diego, same company, says, hey, I see you're in Louisiana. Yeah, me too. Let's get to dinner tonight. Sounds great. I'm watching this real time. <laughs> and he says, okay, where are you? I'm in New Orleans. Where are you? Shreveport. He turns to me and says, where would be a good place to meet between New Orleans <laughs> and Shreveport? I mean, come on, you know? And so people, I've seen it. One of my best friends back home, Jeff Estes, shout out. He mm. calls me. After Hurricane Ida hit the coast last year and says, hey, man, he's from South, Ar <laughs> South Arkansas right. yeah. and Dumas. And he says, uh, how much water did you get? You okay? And I said, fool, yeah. you're two hours closer to the, <laughs> the water than I am. Yeah. So, and he comes through here <laughs> 10 times a year going to Dallas. Yeah. So we have, to, we have to go out and tell people where we are. Mm -hmm. uh, we have to sell ourselves. You know, a lot of our sure. projects come through the state or come through our power uh, partners. But we can't wait for that to happen. We've got to go out and sell ourselves. Uh, we can't wait for people to come to us. And no. That's, that's your experience, your 30 years of Absolutely. mega experiences, actually to go out and, and inform people where we are and bring them here. For many reasons. Mm -hmm. uh, but the one we just talked about probably be first and foremost right yeah, now. Yeah, eat lunch. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Close, Sonic, right? I mean, that's oh, the deal. So, not anymore. <laughs> so... Um, scaling that down talking about the port yep that I, I don't think a lot of people that even live here are aware right. of what goes on out at the port so I think you need to maybe do a better right. job of uh, uh, telling people what that story is all about I, I, I think so and obviously that's 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 not my call right, to do right. that and it's really not the ports either you know uh, that team out there they wake up I already talked to him this morning mm -hmm. uh, at six o'clock uh, we spoke last night on email at 730 uh, with Eric and Tyler and Zell out there and Rick and they, they, they go to work every day trying to make this a better place to recruit yeah and you know that's their job that's what they do our job is to go out there and tell that story and to get people to see what's going on so yeah you're right we, we should be proud of what's going on down there it's it's a lot of capital investment and a lot of jobs going down there so in terms of you trying to recruit big companies like Amazon right. here but you're also trying to recruit like raw numbers of jobs too, right along with that. Right. So right. I, 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 did they just go hand in hand or the? They do, you know, and so in, in years back, you know, economic development was the number of jobs. Mm -hmm. and, and, and that's still the case to a degree. Uh, what you really probably should be looking at is payroll. You know, what's the payroll? Okay, yeah. Give you an idea. We did a project uh, that we announced. I actually did work on this one a little bit more than I did Amazon. <laughs> uh, and that was the AEP Transmission Control Center. It went in off of 20 and announced that in January. And, uh, you know, we competed against other states for this project. And it was $100 million in capital investment. Uh, it was 20 jobs. So not a lot of jobs. Right. But they were paying over one hundred ten thousand, one hundred fifteen thousand dollars wow. per job. See now you're talking, right? And a lot of those companies, a lot of those positions were going to be coming from outside of Shreveport, growing the economy. Mm -hmm. They're going to have trailing spouses. They're going to have other children that uh, other children. They're going to have their children. They're going to bring in. It's going to grow the economy. 
You having a good time over there? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a, little, a little technical difficulty <laughs> technical here. Difficulty. Microphone yeah. readjustment. Uh, uh, the lady uh, told me to ignore her. So I, I know it. Well, she just caught up under the table, too. She's making it really hard. Do you think she's got it with us? But we'll find out in a minute. There you go. But back to your original question. Yeah, it's high-paying jobs is what we want. That's what we want because, you know, you'll hear this. You hear a narrative across the country that we need a $15 an hour minimum wage. Yeah. Let me tell you, that's here. That, that's here. Right. It, it, we had a company came to us three or four months ago, and they said, we want to bring 170 jobs, $12.50 an hour with no benefits. So I looked through my Rolodex. Young people have to look that up. And my outlook. <laughs> and, and I said, who do I dislike the most in the economic development? And I gave them their number. Because nobody's going to answer wow. that phone call. Yeah. It, it just it doesn't work anymore. If you're not paying $15 an hour, you're, you're not surviving. But we're talking the $20, $25, $35 an hour living right, wage. Right, right. Real living wage. Yeah. That's yeah. what we're recruiting. Yeah. Okay. And well, I think it's too, you were talking about, well, the other day we were talking about the, the excess infrastructure that that's kind of left over from the AE Swepco deal you were just talking about can you talk about um, how how things are things that are developed now are also leading the way for new things in the future absolutely so <laughs> it is very mm-hmm. timely um, when we get calls from companies or site consultants now mm-hmm. it, it mm-hmm. used to be projects took a year year and a half to materialize come to a decision uh, you know, now they call and say, hey, we're going to make a decision in three to six months. Mm-hmm. They rarely do. But that's what they say. <laughs> yeah. And that's what you've got to perform to. That's yeah. what you have to perform to. So you need to have the, 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 the land identified, um, kind of like the port does. And not just the port, Greater Bossier, they do the same thing. They identify land. They control land. Mm-hmm. They, they, they further improve the land with utilities. That way, when these companies come in, you're not saying, well, we can get you the power in two years. No, the power's there. Right. Um, it's kind of like we were talking about that AAP Swepco project. Mm-hmm. Uh, that site out there was 300 acres. We were second. We were a bridesmaid no less than five times. Yeah, and so even though we're not seeing a lot of things materialize, we're in the running. Oh, yeah. We're getting close. We're getting national oh, recognition. Yeah. We're, and you make it to number two, though, that's got to hurt. It's a zero-sum game. <laughs> I mean, you, you can spend lots of money get to the end, even be the chosen site, and they pull the plug on the project. Mm. Uh, That's got to be tough. It's really tough. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's kind of alluding to it. I had one of these happen. Okay. Uh, and uh, I was on vacation. We got the phone call, woke up to a text that says the project's dead. Oh. And uh, Can you tell us which one it was? No. Okay. And, uh, <laughs> I had asked. Yeah, you had to, and I appreciate that. And, and in the end, it was paused. You know, they're kind of concerned about where the economy's going. At this time, it was, wait, it was a while back. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I go for a run that morning. And I stopped from a run to a walk and then walked to a stop. And <laughs> right. then I was looking for a bush to lean over. <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I got you. Because you put everything into it, yeah. you know. But, you know, that's the name of the game. We understand that. But if you keep getting enough attempts, right. you find out why you're losing these. And let me go back to that. Mm-hmm. With that site out there, which is now Resilient Tech Park, we were second because we didn't have the infrastructure in place. We didn't have the water. We didn't have the sewer. We didn't have the power. Mm-hmm. And so with this project, we were able to run all of those utilities into it, but we only took 40 acres of a 300-acre site. So now we have roughly 250 acres to go out there and market that does have the water, that does have the sewer, that mm-hmm. does have the power. Right. And that's thanks to partners like the city, like the parish of Caddo, like 
uh, AEP Swepco mm -hmm. that helped us prepare so now we can go out there and market a better product. Awesome. Have you, uh, uh, I, you may not know anything about this at all, but probably not. <laughs> I'd be shocked, but yeah. I, okay. Uh, a year or so ago, I, would been ta I was talking with uh, uh, one of our state representatives. He was dealing with the, I, I, the guy's name escapes me right now, but uh, they were talking about, he was talking about putting in a sports academy. You know what I'm talking about? Similar to the IMG Academy right, down right. in uh, Florida. Right. And right. I, I mean, I talked to that guy and he was gung ho. It sounded like it was ready to go. Right. And, and nothing has ever happened. I, you... I'm not privy to it. Okay. Uh, All right. I, I've heard of them before. That's, that's a little bit outside. Now, we will go and support projects like that mm -hmm. because they do create high paying jobs. Yeah, it would have been a, you know? a really and cool. It, it creates quality of life, which we have to sell right. our quality of life here. Uh, but sometimes we don't particularly work. I got you. Side yeah, I didn't know if you would know about it or not, but yeah. I just took a shot. Nah, <laughs> I get it. See I what was going Keep on. swinging them. So what, when you go to recruit these businesses, you talked about some of the things that they're looking for. So what are they, they always, everybody wants to push back, right? right. Well, you, yeah, but we don't have this, we don't, whatever it is. What's the biggest objection you get from some of these big companies when they're thinking about coming here? So the biggest objection across the country now is workforce. You know, okay. it's, 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 you don't have a workforce. Um, you know, you see all these signs now help on it. Mm -hmm. uh, we have people. We have the ability to train a workforce. The, 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 the example I like to use is Tuscaloosa, Alabama, okay? Yeah. Uh, 30 plus years ago, they had never built a car, you know, mm -hmm. and Mercedes right. went and landed there. Yeah. Well, you don't have to know how to build a car. You have to have the entities and the universities to be able to train people to build a car. Sure. We have that with Bipsy, we have that with Northwest, we have that with LSUS, we have that with Southern, we have that with Gramley, we have that with La Tech. Yeah. And so, but that's the biggest objection we hear. And so what you, what you have to do is you have to show how you're going to train the existing workforce. And we have a lot of people that are making 10, 12, 13, 14, $15 an hour. They would like to be making 20 and 25. Sure. Uh, we're actually doing a labor study right now that we commission to show the available workforce that we could upscale, uptrain to take those manufacturing jobs. We just got it and we'll be rolling that out. In the I mean, future. so you hear that a lot. You hear workforce. And right. I, I don't know if anybody really attaches a lot of significance to that, but it, it's obviously important. It is, it's the first and last question mm -hmm. that we get. It, it, you got a great question there. You're just well, dying no, to throw it, it out when there. When you talk about workforce, it is such a challenge. Um, just to put together people who want to work with, with people who are looking uh, to hire, and there's a lot of that here. So, you know, my comments, you know, I might say Shreveport. Uh, I'm talking Shreveport, Bossier, Bossier, Both. Shreveport. Okay. You know, it is the mm -hmm. port of Catter, Bossier. Yeah. Uh, I know there's a lot of people in this community that like to think that they're different. Try explaining that to a site consultant from San Diego mm -hmm. that this is a different community than the one across the river. Uh, outside of Shreveport, Caddo, Bossier, nobody knows the difference between Shreveport and Bossier or Bossier and Shreveport. Nobody cares. Yeah. Right. And we shouldn't either because <clears throat> it's a rising tide. If we bring a company in mm -hmm. uh, like, you know, Till Jones that went to Bossier mm -hmm. uh, or like uh, Amazon that's on the Caddo side, you're, the, the workforce is gonna be drawn from everywhere. Mm -hmm. right. We've actually done some studies on that uh, where we take a, a major manufacturer and we plot out by zip code where their 
workforce is coming from. Okay. And if they're in the Bossier Shreveport MSA, it's really split 50-50 to about half of their workforce. And then the rest of it goes to Soto, Denville, sure. and all of But do they find themselves, is there a concern that they might find themselves having to deal with two separate governing bodies? Uh, no, because, I mean, the governance is going to go where they end up. Okay. And so that, mm -hmm. that's, that's not problematic. Right. Uh, that's but it's one of the benefits we have is that, you know, what's growing up in North Bossier is different than what's growing in Shreveport, you know, or difference in South Shreveport that's in, in South Bossier. There's opportunities for people to come in and fit in where they want to. And that's what's great about Shreveport and Bossier. Sure. One of the great things is that we have options. That's probably not a thing anybody even asks, really, when you're trying to do a sales job, right? The only reason they ask it is if it's brought up. It's usually brought <laughs> up by a local politician, love them all, yeah. and they'll say, you know, you need to come here, you need to come here, and they'll say, what's the difference? Yeah, yeah. that was a good aside, really fast, though. Love yeah, them. I know it. I know it. I know it. I, know it. <laughs> I enjoyed that. So speaking of loving them all, I mean, you came here from, from Mississippi, and, and I've seen you i actually saw another interview with you where you said you know i love love this area excited to come here friends even told me this is a good opportunity so what do you love about shreveport Bossier? now you've been here a year absolutely so <clears throat> you know we come here we move um uh, within a week my son's golf coach moves from mississippi to shreveport to run the 265 academy and i had to look that up and see what that was <laughs> i'm kidding i knew David what that Thomas, was yeah yeah, yeah. And so, uh, and then my daughter got a job in Dallas, uh, unbeknownst to all of us. Well, mm -hmm. we had neat things that are happening here. Mm -hmm. uh, and so, you know, the first week you go out and you eat somewhere, That's you right. know, yeah. ran into a college friend have not seen since we left in college <laughs> working in a restaurant here. Wow. And so he started telling us, you know, the different places to eat. I'm a foodie. Mm -hmm. Not to the degree that my CEO is, uh, Angie White, but I'm a foodie. <laughs> and so, you know, over the you know, year that I've been here, we keep track. It's well over 100 mom-and-pop restaurants. Now, they're not all white tablecloth, and they're not right. all food truck. Mm -hmm. They're all across the board. Right. But if you like to see local flair, local flavor, and something neat, you do that. Mm -hmm. uh, everybody says, oh, we've got all the festivals. And we do, you know. Yeah. We, we've been to several things downtown, the Red River Revel. Uh, we've been to things in Natchitoches. We've been to things in, in Monroe. Mm -hmm. uh, you, you guys know it because you'll live it. You look it up yeah. every week and there's a festival to go to. Yeah. Uh, and so it's just, it's a neat culture. You know, I come mm -hmm. from the hospitality state. Uh, I will tell you, people in my mind are much more hospitable here and engaging. You know how it is. You right. walk out the door, if your neighbor's outside, you're going to talk, you know, right. you know. And that's anywhere and everywhere you go. Mm -hmm. And you can't, you can't teach that. You can't train right. that. That's in eight that we have a helpful mm -hmm. uh, disposition. Uh, and then you have the parks and you have the golf and you have the, the mm -hmm. outdoor recreation. We all know about that. Mm -hmm. uh, we actually had a company that the, the CEO liked the mountain bike. And so, you know, we had to look up mountain biking right. here. <laughs> and yeah. my marketing director, Alex Anderson, she puts together this page and there's like 13 high quality mountain bike trails right. within two hours drive of here. Mm -hmm. You know, mountain uh, bike trail, trail riding. There's not a lot of mountains here. So no, 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 no. But there's beautiful wooded Depends trails. Depends on how far you're into that ride. Well, if it's true, the yeah. 20th mile, anything's a mile. <clears throat> but uh, yeah, there's, there's <laughs> so there's a lot of things like that yeah. that go into recruiting these. Days. Absolutely. Yeah. And then, you, you, 
listen, there was obviously a great concrete lobbyist in this town 30, 40, 50 years ago. <laughs> because, you know, it, I, I sound so rural when I say, we have four flyover stacks in Shreveport. Uh, but we do, and what that means is I can get from North Bossier to mm. South Shreveport mm. in 25 minutes and mm -hmm. not go through traffic. Yeah. For quality of life, you know, my daughter who lives in Dallas is an accountant mm -hmm. of it. She's a CPA, by the way. We found out last night. She passed it on the first go. Oh, really? So super excited about that. <clears throat> Her work is five minutes away, typically. Yeah. But sometimes it could be an hour and a half away. Mm -hmm. you, you don't have mm -hmm. that here. You, you right. don't. You can get anywhere around this right. city in 20 minutes, and that leads to a quality of life. Mm -hmm. So, great things. All right. So, they're looking for more than just uh, workforce and stuff like that and land sites. They're looking for that gotta, kind of stuff. you got to have a happy employee. Yeah. you got to have things that are going to make them happy. So, this is important, Mr. Foodie. Oh, yeah. Uh, give me a recommendation oh, of a couple of local spots. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> now, I know where your mind always goes, so... <laughs> Sonic? We better have a plan B. Yeah. Yeah, actually, Sonic is locally owned, you know, just because it's a national brand. Not locally owned by me anymore, but. Yeah. I know what you're saying. But keep going. My managers so, are still there. So, you know, everybody talks about you know, the steakhouse, and it is cool. I mean, it's that Chicago feel. It's funny the first time I went in there, and every, mm -hmm. every community has a nice steakhouse, and it is nice. But before we went in, my wife said, man, look at all the TVs that are in this nice steakhouse. And I said, Baby, this is Louisiana. They take their sports more seriously than anything in the world. You are not going to be anywhere without a TV. Uh, We're well, talking about Superior Steakhouse in Shreveport. Superior Steakhouse. And there's a nice one in Bossier, too. Right. Two Johns. Two Johns. Two Johns. Love it. It's fantastic as well. But then you can drill down into the Key Mexico, into the Cushions. Mm. Key's uh, yeah. You know, I, I love going to Cushions and having a sandwich there. It's just, it's, it's a cool atmosphere. It's different than anything else. Definitely different. Uh, and, and I'm gonna upset everybody if I if I don't name them out. So I've got a list here. You don't want the whole list. I just yeah. wanted a couple yeah. of what, yeah. what yeah. I like. Yeah, uh, but there's there's a lot of great places. So those are good. So when those folks come, are they asking about stuff like that too? Yeah, where's the where's well, a good place to eat? So we had uh, we have one project that came in. We're still working it. They've been in five times. And they're usually staying overnight. You've yeah. got to take them to dinner five times. Yeah. Uh, you know, um, and we went to the steakhouse. We went to Ernest. We went to Two John's. Uh, went to Cush's one time. Uh, went and to Lucky Palace. Say, went to Lucky Palace. Lucky Palace. Fantastic. <laughs> uh, the food cool. there is fantastic. The outside is, is deceptive, you know. Yeah. But I didn't notice. You've never been to Lucky Palace? Uh -uh. I know where we're going to lunch. Yeah. <laughs> okay. yeah. I didn't on. notice. You're buying. <laughs> you didn't notice? <laughs> I told uh, you, I walked in and walked out. I had to go okay. make sure I was in well, the Well, right if you place, want to but... give them that Louisiana flair, because everybody comes in this, I want Louisiana flair. So yeah. you can go to Bojack's, which is really cool, right cool. there in the East Bank District. Love it. Love it. Mm -hmm. uh, but lots of opportunity, okay. you know, and it's that mom and pop, you know, flair, mm. that, that, that pride um, that you don't get in a lot of the big right. things. So what, uh, what's on the docket right now? Can you tell us about any projects you're currently working on? I will on? tell you about all of them with list of address and emails. I'm kidding. <laughs> That's what everybody wants. I get that. Um, and date, and opening date. And opening date. Uh, we have multiple projects all the time that we're working across I-20. Right. Um, you know, one, one thing that we've, we've done this past year is we've gotten into the final two or three on about four or five projects. Mm -hmm. We can be competitive with the structure that we're able to put on the table in North Louisiana, uh, with our incentive package, with our willingness to work together, city and parish. Uh, we can be aggressive. We can be very aggressive. 
we've just got to get in the game and get to that final, uh, that final two. Mm-hmm. And you're going to lose some, you know. Sure. But when you lose, you find out why, and you try to address those elements, make yourself better so you don't have to deal with that next time. Yeah. Uh, there's one right now. We lost a project early on on a site, um, North Caddo, and we identified a bunch of problems. I call them bogeys. My team, you know, laughs at me when I say that. But that's what you do. You identify those bogeys and you try to turn them into pars or birdies. Mm-hmm. And we're actively going through the process of fixing some of the problems that we had so we don't have to address them next time. Mm-hmm. They're handled. Uh, so there's a lot going on that didn't really answer your question. Well, um, we're, we, paying for, we're paying for north of $5 billion <clears throat> worth of projects. Yeah. And probably close to five thousand jobs. Well, that kind of answers the question. Yeah, I mean, you're mm-hmm. not, you don't have to get specific with names, right. but that those and, are some pretty impressive and, numbers. And, and let me tell you what we mean by playing for them. You know, we get what's called an RFP, request for proposal. We get them in at weekly. Mm-hmm. Uh, until you start having interaction with a company, it's not a viable project. When the company mm-hmm. starts coming back to you and asking for clarifying questions, where's the power line? Where's yeah. the water? Where's the sewer? Mm-hmm. Uh, where's the workforce? Yeah. That's when they're engaged. And so, you know, we, we probably have 10 projects that we're actively working right now. Yeah. So there's still a lot of economic development happening, you know, nationwide and, and people actively looking uh, to grow their companies all over. It's not, the world's not just coming to an end. There's actually growth potential. Absolutely. And, and listen, you know, recession, we're going to be in one, we're not right. going to be in one. You know, eventually we're going to be in one. Right. You know, um, we're not worried about that. Mm-hmm. We know if, if nothing else through COVID is we need to be manufacturing things more in the yes. U.S. Right. And why not manufacture mm-hmm. it in a place like North Louisiana? Once you build it, you can get it to major MSAs, mm-hmm. Dallas, Memphis, mm-hmm. uh, Atlanta, all within a one day's truck drive. Yeah. And so that's what we're preparing for. We're seeing more and big, bigger projects come down the pipe. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the pike, and that's 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 what we're expecting. Is the inflation situation holding down the these big projects or not? I haven't seen it. Okay, I haven't seen Good. it. Uh, you know that the uncertainty has yeah. got a little um, kind of scratching their head trying to figure that out. Right. And uh, I know you don't do this on your news channel, but you know sometimes you look at the news and you see bad, 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 bad. No, we never do that. No, that's why it's fun to see what's good to know. <laughs> that's right. So, what can we do as as a community? People that are watching, listening to this show, and they're like, "Man, this is exciting." There's things out there. Things maybe coming yeah. to Shreveport, Bossier. What can we do as you know local citizens uh, to help, or how do we get involved, or can we do anything? It's a great question. Great question. Come on. You hear that, Jeff? Listen. I did. I chose to not listen. No, no. It, it is the number one question. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we, we've, we've got to get rid of that woe is us-ism. Yeah, there is a lot of that. There it is. Uh, we've got to stop worrying about where the grass is greener. We've got a very nice place to live, mm-hmm. a high quality of life. Uh, when these companies come in, sometimes they've been here three or four times before they ever pick up the phone and call NLEP. They'll go into the Hampton Inn and say, hey, we're thinking about moving here. And if that person working there doesn't say, oh, that's great, let me give you some ideas, they're going to register it. If they go into our beloved restaurant, I won't say anyone, and they say, oh, my gosh, why are you moving to Shreveport? (laughs) You know? Mm -hmm. Well, they they register that too. So you've got to realize, you know, you you can't keep keeping us down. We've got to start looking toward the positive. And there are mm-hmm. lots and lots of yeah, positive. Really I wouldn't, let me tell you, I love the company that I was with. Mm-hmm. I got an open door, I can go back anytime. 
I will not do that. Uh, when I left that, it was a committal to do something bigger and better. Okay. And mm -hmm. I would not have come here if I didn't think we could. Uh, there's a group in the community, you know, 30 to 40 business-minded individuals that I talk with on a daily basis that are propping up in LEP, that are propping up North Louisiana. It's a groundswell. Um, I think things are going to change. I really do. I know they are. Fantastic. And that is good to know. And with that, we've been going on for about 40 or so minutes, so I think we're going to put a wrap on this. What do Fantastic. you think? Fantastic. Sounds great well, to me. Yeah. Thanks for being here. Yeah, thank you so much. You're I appreciate you having me. Justin, ah, man. Tell yeah, people thanks. that. Thanks for coming over. I appreciate it. All great right, being the song guy. <laughs> <laughs> All right. For Paul and Justin, I'm Jeff. Thanks for being here, everybody. Thanks for joining this podcast of Good to Know Shreveport Bossier, brought to you by the Committee of 100 and KTBS-TV. And remember, tell your friends and colleagues about the podcast as we'll have new content every other Wednesday morning. And for more information, you can check us out at goodtoknowsb.com. So have a great day, and let's all continue to make Shreveport Bossier the best it can be. Have a good one.